0: One night, my boyfriend and I were making out. Yes, you do. All right? You know, we're 21.
1: <laughs> wait, wait. Are you saying that you had a paranormal threesome? Is that what you're saying? Ooh, I, uh... Tell me, tell me, tell me. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That
0: which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm
1: Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. residuals. Pint-sized Paranormal. Well hello there and welcome to The Residuals, pint-sized paranormal. On this episode, we're revisiting some spooky stories. We've cut out all of the extraneous chit-chat, so this is all scares. Like, get some Depends. You know what I'm saying? No filler. Just terror. Buckle up, buttercup. In the year 2000. In the year
0: in the 2000 um oh well, yeah for the young people that's a, a conan joke no well, like conan um so i had recently moved in with my fiance who is not the person i'm married to I was
1: just going to say can you clarify <laughs>
0: uh i was 21 um I had just finished college december ninety nine and had my birthday and then moved to Vernon Rockville, Connecticut.,
1: Whoa, which is a
0: <laughs> was a tiny mill town outside of Stores, Connecticut, where Yukon is. And I was there because said fiance was in Yukon going to school. Mm-hmm. So we moved into an apartment. It was the first time I cohabitated. It was the mm-hmm. First time I had an apartment outside of my parents' abode, uh, and we found this cute apartment mm-hmm. in this little town where the zip code was
1: 06066. Oh Jesus. <laughs>
0: Uh, we lived across the street from a hospital, which occasionally would airlift people out, and the helicopter went right by our window and shook the windows. <laughs> the first time it happened, I woke up thinking I was being abducted by aliens.
1: Holy shit.
0: But that's another story. Um,
1: uh-huh.
0: So we moved into this apartment building that was converted into apartments after originally being a Masonic temple. <gasps>
1: <laughs> did you find any secret thingies
0: no uh but it was just a weird place like e- the windows were all original like rope with the weights uh they were really big windows that's why the, the helicopters
1: would rattle them the lot oh, i love those windows with the
0: yeah weight. they were oh. super cool but it was i mean it was a lot of original stuff you know obviously the apartments were all new but a lot of it was exposed brick um I mean, there's a lot of that original work to hold all of that residual energy. Mm -hmm. So, things happened on and off there. Like what? Cabinet doors would be open in the kitchen. Another TV situation where it would just go on and off or change channels while we were watching it. And the remote was next to us. And it would just like flip up a couple of channels or the volume would go up. Yeah. So weird things would happen often, and not just to me, not just to my boyfriend, but like my sister would come up and visit, and she'd be like, what, why did your TV just change channels on me? Or like, I looked at the cabinet in the kitchen, and it was open, and I swear everything was closed before when I looked over. So just odd little things like that happen all the time. And it always just felt weird. It was just one of those places that had like, I don't know, like a... Uh, voyeur vibes <laughs> like the ghosts were oh, like hanging out. like
1: you were being watched constantly did you feel like you're being watched
0: always I never felt like I was alone in that place um it was the kind of place that like if you walked down the hall I think we had to go like down the hall up the stairs to the laundry room it was one of those places where like it'd be a long hallway and you'd feel like someone was like Popping out around the corner to look at you, like that kind of stuff. But I never really saw that. But I always felt like there was something around.
1: All right.
0: So there's all these things that go on. And uh, one night, it's <laughs> a very short story, but it's amazing. <laughs> one night, my boyfriend and I were making out. Yes, you do. Right? You know, we're twenty-one.
1: <laughs> wait, wait. Are you saying that you had a paranormal threesome? Is that what you're saying?
0: Oh, I know it was definitely not that. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell
1: me. We were in the middle of things.
0: <laughs> of things. There were lots of things. We were in the middle of stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, from the living room, <laughs> I hear a dial tone. What? Because our landline, because this was the beginning of 2000 and people right. still had those, the speakerphone went on. What? Just. <laughs> All of a sudden, ee, 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 in the other room, and we both look at each other, and I was like, uh, "Let me, let me go, and shut that off, real quick." So I go back over and I look at the phone, and like the speaker light is on, the button is pressed, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the hell is happening here?" So I click the speaker button, light goes off. But I can still hear a dial tone because the receiver is slightly off of the cradle. (gasps) So I can hear the dial tone in the receiver. No. Yeah. So I had to like jiggle it back on the the cradle to get it to like like shut off. And I was like, Stunned, I'm like completely stunned, and I go back in the bedroom and my boyfriend's all like, all right, so I'm back to business. And I was like, Get the hell off of me. No, we're not we are not continuing what we were doing. And he's like, What do you mean? Why not? And I was like, uh, because whatever's here obviously is not interested in us doing it right now. Jesus. And I was like, How could you even think about it?
1: <laughs> get off of me? Get don't touch me the rest of the night. Like <laughs> ter- did anything like that happen again when you guys would start to get uh, friendly and frisky?
0: No, but we didn't as much because things went very quickly downhill
1: after that. I mean, maybe, honestly, maybe that was uh, then letting you know, hey, not the right decision, not the right person.
0: Maybe, because, I mean, whew, things, things got bad. In them. There you go. <laughs> I mean, there were, there were some situations where I was just like, what am I doing with my life right now? This is insane. Right. And by the end of... Uh, not even the end of our lease. I mean, I I think probably eight months into us living there, it was just like, Okay, this isn't working. All and right. like and we were kids, you know, we didn't have like a ton of money. So we had brought up our separate twin beds and put them together for one big bed. <laughs> so he came home one day and I had like split that and put the
1: nightstand in between those like we sleep now if you sleep here. You're like a little 1960s era couple.
0: Because things were just done. And I was like, well, we're stuck with this lease. so." Oh, shit. But yeah, man, the ghosts were just like, nah, man, F that. Put your clothes on. Go to bed.
1: Yeah. And (laughs) maybe leave this person. And maybe reconsider your life choices. (laughs) Look at your life. Look at your choices. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story about college. It was my senior year of university. Um, the university I went to on the East Coast had a bad reputation of being a party school. Um, we our Halloweens were, were huge. We were off of i ninety five going right up and down the East Coast. So people would come, people would come down from New York to come for Halloween at our school. We well, had We had the. We had. The, we, had <laughs> we were tear gassed <gasps> Halloween oh my god that's the kind of school I went to so oh, you get the we were number playing. one no we were number one on the playboy party school list for a few years to the point that they had to disqualify us from being a contender so that that was that um but anyway so I was on academic probation and eventually suspended for a semester because I put partying ahead of actually <laughs> going to school mm-hmm. and so um last year of school i i it was the spring semester i was suspended for so i went back i did um shit i did 30 credits over summer school and mm-hmm. then i did a, a full fall semester so i moved into my own apartment that may june time and it was the first time I'd lived by myself. And what it was, it was an old craftsman style home split into four apartments in the house and an ADU in the back, like a garage that had been made into an apartment. What's an ADU? Uh, I don't know. People, it's a, a something dwelling. It's a it's like a guest house situation. Mm. I can't remember what like ADU. Hang on, let me Google it because I don't want to a- sound like a twat. Auxiliary... Domicile
0: unit Additional dormitory (laughs) Unit (laughs) Adjacent dwelling I still only come up
1: with unit Oh no you're right It's accessory dwelling unit Accessory okay Nothing nothing like accessories in your house with a Ooh, guest house. house. It goes so well um, Yeah. <laughs> Accessory dwelling unit. Who knew? Anyway. So. I like learning the, things. Thank you. The more you know. So um, the way it was set up was front part of the house was an apartment. Middle was an apartment. Back was an apartment upstairs Mm -hmm. apartment in the house and then we had the back thing so the way you went into the middle apartment it was very odd um the door from the outside it went in and it was stairs up to the upstairs apartment Mm -hmm. straight ahead of you to the left when you went in was the front door of the middle apartment but to the right was the kitchen so you had to come out your front door walk across the hallway go into the kitchen so the kitchen i lived in the back apartment so the kitchen was right against my living room. It was just a really fucking odd house. Anyway, so shortly after I moved in, when you walked into my place, it was a tiny living room with a tiny kitchen. and then you walked through the living room and there was this massive fucking room. Like I'm talking twenty foot ceilings. It was insane. Oh. It was insane, and it was just a very odd setup. my bathroom was off that, and then my bedroom was off of that too. and the bedroom was also like a tiny. Oh my tiny low ceiling it was just a very strange house so when i first moved in i started smelling burning smells and i thought that my neighbor was just a really shit cook and kept burning everything <laughs> like it was not good and so um then i started having problems with my telly uh, mm. uh, and randomly because it was uh it was 2000 i think 99 2000 so um you know you have a home phone and i had that motorola one like mm-hmm. like the radio shack one that has like the rubber antenna and what have you yeah. and i would get really bad static on it really bad interference when i was on the phone mm-hmm. you know which i didn't really think about because it's an old house figured it was dodgy wiring dodgy phone stuff so um i got to know my neighbour. One night we're sitting out on the stoop, having a drink, and I mentioned to her, Are you? have you been burning stuff in your kitchen? And she said, no, I, I thought it was you. <gasps> We'd both been smelling burning. Whoa. It wasn't us. wasn't any of the other neighbours. So then we just started, you know, we became good mates. I became good mates with her and, and the girl in the back apartment, and weird things started happening. So, on the East Coast in the area I was in the South, uh, because we were kind of co- close to the actual coastline itself, you would get bad electrical storms in the summer. It was fucking mm-hmm. humid. You always had 100% humidity. And in the summertime, that meant that we would have thunderstorms almost like daily. So, mm-hmm. at the time, I'd made, I was in a relationship with somebody who was in a jam band. And I was so embarrassed, I would tell people that he was in a funk-jazz fusion band. So, <laughs> as you do. Um, and so, and <laughs> he lived on a school bus. Couldn't <sighs> it get any better. I don't know. Um, but he, he was also a painter. So. I really like <laughs> the fusion.
0: I really
1: like that the fusion like that? what you a, went with instead of, it's just like, a, is this it's just a punk band? Work. No. It's a punk jazz fusion outfit, you guys. It's totally different. It's sophisticated. Um, so, he would come and stay at my house for, you know, uh, a week or so when they weren't playing frat houses. And, um, and so, you know, he would paint in my house. He painted in oils exclusively because, you know, as you do, um, so i had his paintings around the house somewhere you know mid-process and others were completed um and i would travel on the weekends to go and stay with him on the school bus um but when i talk to you about this more off the air (laughs) listen i wasn't making very good life decisions at the time but that is
0: this was the okay. same time for me. This yep. was
1: the same year yep. that I was having telephone issues with ghosts Ew. and life choice problems. Yeah, not my best thing. So anyway, <laughs> was... um, Jesus, it's. Uh... Oh
0: my God, it really was twenty years ago, though. Oh he was God. the one
1: that I actually. He was the one that ended up stalking me. Oh God. So. Oh God. Uh, he was the into. I don't.
0: He wrote in on.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah. off on your school bus. Anyway. <sighs> So, I would go out of town on the regular to go staying on the school bus. and, um when I would leave town, I would close the blinds uh, by you know, because I didn't want it, you know, I we had a we had a, absolute we had a fraternity house behind our house with a mm. bunch of fuckwad shit bags, and the fraternity itself has a horrific reputation nationwide yeah. for their behavior towards women, especially. so, um, even though we had a fence, we had a lovely backyard. They would come up our driveway all the time and use it as a shortcut to to skip the additional 200 feet it would take for them to get to their house. So, you know, we were a bunch of single girls living alone. You know, so anytime I'd go out of town, I would close the blinds and stuff, and I would unplug all of my electric. So I'd unplug the telly, mm-hmm. things like that, just because power surges. It was an old house, thunderstorms. I do all that stuff too. Yeah, so, you know, when I was home, I'd go out with those girlfriends that I was neighbours with. And so um, it started happening that when I'd be back in town, they'd say to me, why didn't you come to the door the other night? We, We were going out this weekend and we came to get you and you wouldn't answer the door. Are you all right? No idea what they're talking about. And I was like, well, I was out of town. They were like, no, you weren't. Yeah, yes, I was. Well, we saw your TV on through your blinds. We saw the flickering <gasps> of the TV. So it escalated to them oh. seeing a silhouette of someone standing in my kitchen window. Oh my god! Looking into the back garden. Oh my god! And shit started ramping up, and I started smelling cold cream just in the bedroom. I was smelling wow. yes Oh my god! Yeah. Um. And my neighbor, so our uh, the way the house was, our apartments had been connected by a big hallway, and they'd closed off that hallway with just drywall, and Mm -hmm. I had a big walk-in closet, and the back of that closet was drywall, which was her hallway, went into her apartment. Okay. And she started waking up to see a young girl in a white nightdress walking down the hallway and past her bedroom. I wasn't seeing anything. I was just smelling things and it was starting to get really intense um, when it was leading up to graduation. Hold
0: up. Is this single white apparition house?
1: No, no, it's dorm. not. That was my dorm. Freshman you had a roommate, year. right? Yeah. But so this that was
0: is the same school.
1: Yeah. Same school. Okay. So this was, that was my dorm freshman year. This is an apartment on the other side of campus.
0: Jesus.
1: So shit started ramping up really bad. And I started feeling very uncomfortable in my home, um, in a not good way. Like it wasn't just like okay, there's someone else here and they don't mean anything, and it's or it's just like it's a residual memory the house is having. It was something that was happening that was ramping up, mm-hmm. and um, it got to the point that I came home one day from school, and the second I walked into the front door, my apartment felt really. I did not feel safe. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah, and. I, you walked in and, um, I immediately got hit by the overwhelming aroma of flowers, roses. Oh. And so I was like, I need to get out of here. I do not feel safe. And I ran to my bedroom and I had to, to get through, to get to my bedroom, I had to run through that big room, uh, with the high ceilings that was connected to my neighbor's apartment. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that was where my horrific boyfriend at the time had his paintings hung. And i realized that they were weeping oil and oil paintings don't do that and i've got mates that you know were art majors and they you know that's what their career is now is art and every single one of them has said that doesn't happen that just doesn't happen Um, and these are paintings that have been cured for a while and um, it was the fall and so we would get ice storms and snow occasionally up there. So there was no reason for it to be happening. It wasn't near a heat or nothing. Right. And when I saw that, I was just like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. That's
0: like a horror movie. It was awful oh
1: joy. God. And I went and stayed at my best mate Malvin's house for an entire week. I refused to go back. And he ended up going back to get me stuff that I needed. And he's he was a big skeptic. And he even said that he couldn't get out of there fast enough. So... Wow. I had to go back there and live. And th- the only thing that kept happening was the phone and the TV fritzing. But it was just, it was so uncomfortable for the next month before graduation. Ugh. So I, I graduated and I moved out. And um, a friend of mine who now actually also has a podcast called What's Your Weird Story? And I <laughs> was on there and i t- I know it's great um his name is adam and i was actually on their podcast talking about it he moved in immediately after i moved out he had no experiences none nothing um i wonder if single white apparition followed you across campus well here's what happened neighbor and i i just don't trust that bitch (laughs) (laughs) so my neighbor and i ended up going to the library because this is before, you know, the internet. The only thing I really used the internet was for Napster and downloading viruses onto my computer. (laughs) Because what else are you going to (laughs) do? So we went to the library and we started looking up the history of our town. Mm. And what we found was it was a hotbed for revivals back in the day, religious revivals. The fraternity house behind us was originally a big house That was lived in by one of the main revivalist leader things. And our house was original. Our house was built like in the 20s or 30s or some Mm -hmm. shit like that. Um, And so we found that there had been a fire in that general area. And most likely our house had been one of the houses that had been on fire, which was why we were smelling burning is what we came to the general consensus of. If you have stories of things that go bump in the night, a weird guy in a hat watching you sleep, kids saying creepy shit, Aunt Ethel communicating from the great beyond, or, you know, anything that makes your blood run cold and doubt your sanity for a second. Exactly. Pop us an email about it to theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. Find and follow us on Twitter at theresidualspod, no cast, no cast just pod
0: and on instagram at the underscore residuals underscore
1: podcast subscribe rate review tell your friends about us the more the merrier and until next week don't be afraid of the dark but i will no doubt bye, bye.
0: nah, man, F that, put your clothes on, go to bed.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) maybe leave this person.
0: And maybe reconsider
1: your life choices. (laughs)